3: Did you know Saks Off 5th has teamed up with the Fluid Project in celebration of pride? When you shop the exclusive gender-neutral capsule collection at Saks Off 5th, 100% of the net proceeds, up to $100,000 from sales, will be donated to the Fluid Foundation. So help make a difference this month with Saks Off 5th, where fashion takes off. This week on Hot Hollywood, we will be discussing Mattel's new first transgender Barbie starring Laverne Cox, the hot new relationship between Becca Tilly and Haley Kyoko, and we will be looking into Lil Nas X's body transformation and Jinx Monsoon's response to their weight gain on Twitter. Hello, everyone. I'm Us Weekly's Entertainment Director, Travis Cronin, and this is the Hot Hollywood Podcast, brought to you by Saks Off Fifth in partnership with The Fluid Project. And this week, we will be talking about all of the hottest celebrity news of the week with a spotlight showcasing our LGBTQI celebrities. Let's get into it. I couldn't do this without my amazing co host, the Grand Marshal at my personal pride parade, Gwen Flamberg.
2: I'll be your Grand Marshal any day, Travis.
3: And she's never missed an opportunity for day drinking. Sarah Huron.
0: Wow, I don't know how that relates, but thank you for bringing that up. Hello, Travis. It was a
3: pride parade joke. You were there for the booze. Okay, that works. And we have Courtney Key here, who is dancer, activist, professional pretty person, and just all around lovely human being. And she is here representing herself and the Fluid Foundation, who we're talking about. Courtney, tell us a little bit about what you love about this Fluid Foundation and why she's so fluid
1: well i just love that anybody can wear what they have so i got to actually wear some of the fluid foundation clothing and they had like bra tops and biker shorts and you could pair it with i had a glitter skirt that made me feel like diana ross (laughs) that was so flowy with the (laughs) a-line and i also love what it represents like i love that it is for under marginalized communities Mm -hmm. and it's a way to give back and i was really happy to be a part of it and
3: it's beautiful, all clothes should be no gender. I've been shopping in that girl's section <laughs> since I could go to a mall, and I felt to feel so bad about it, so I'm glad the Fluid Foundation is not only making it easy for people like us, who like to slide on both sides of the aisle, and helping marginalized population, helping trans people with housing, you know, all the important things that we need to lift up our community. So thank you, Courtney Key, and thank you, Fluid Foundation. Let's get queer and start off as we always do with our woes of the week. These are the stories that made our co-hosts just go, whoa, oh my God, How'd that happen? Gag. Gwen Flamberg, what made you go well this week? Oh, my gosh,
2: guys. I just recovered from the smelling salts, you know? Have you seen Alexis Stone's video? So, Alexis Stone, who is a trans performer, she like transformed herself via prosthetics and makeup into Dolly Parton to sit front row at the Balenciaga Fashion Show in New York. I mean, it was just absolutely astounding and outrageous you know you guys know that I'm a huge Dolly Parton fan Uh and so I was kind of like gosh that is like an extra fine Dolly (laughs) so the video is of course on the Alexis Jones Instagram and also on Vogue.com but if you haven't seen it Go be mesmerized.
3: It was gorgeous. And Balenciaga is all for taking camp and culture and making fun of it. So what a great idea to dress up for that.
2: Well, I was just, you know, like enough with Kim Kardashian in her like all monochromatic outfits. Yeah. This was something like new and
3: fun and special for Balenciaga. Mm. And I was really psyched. Oh, I wonder if she was also styled by Kanye West. You never know. <laughs> Sarah Huron, what made you queerly go woe this week?
0: Well, Travis, I read two. <laughs> interesting profiles just today as we get into season two of And Just Like That, the very oh. controversial Sex in the City reboot, which is starting <laughs> production soon. And I read Cynthia Nixon talking about Miranda and how Cynthia Nixon always felt that Miranda had this in her to be with Che. And, it, you know, who knows Miranda better than anyone besides Cynthia Nixon? So that was interesting. But Sarah Ramirez also did a profile about Che, one of the most talked about television characters of the year for sure. Absolutely. And they talked about the response to it and it basically just like, I'm here to do what's on the page and get people talking and it worked. But the best part, the part that made me go whoa, was Cynthia Nixon gifted Sarah Ramirez a present as a wrap gift for season one. And she wrote in it if we get season two, let's see how they're gonna torture us next time. Like, love ya. And they were like, that's the point, you know? We're, we're driving story, we're driving conversation, we're getting people talking. And yeah. I just loved hearing from Sarah Ramirez as a Grey's Anatomy fan. Mm-hmm. And it's just mm-hmm. Che being this controversial, talked about polarizing character, I just loved Sarah
3: finally speaking out. Oh, my God. I just realized that they were on Grey's Anatomy just now. You're kidding me. Callie Torres. I got- oh, okay, she hello. was the best character. Yes. yes. I loved Robin. her character. I,
0: I com- Calzona was one of the greatest all-time ships of all time on mm-hmm. Grey's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
3: think that Sarah just embodied Chase so much, they completely <laughs> forgot about every other character. And yes, Cynthia Nixon, we all knew Miranda had lesbian yes. behavior. Just feel <laughs> nice is. to hear it, you know? It's nice to hear it out loud, what we knew all along. You know, identity is, it's up to Miranda. But, girl, we bad knew. (laughs) Um, Well, you know, Little Kim said, black Barbie dressed in Bulgari who's trying to leave in somebody's Ferrari. And now there actually is a black Barbie. Thanks to Laverne Cox icon, extraordinaire, former dancer, I want to work for Diddy, Orange is the New Black. I'm not going to read her resume because you know who she is. She has unveiled her first Barbie, the first trans Barbie that Mattel has ever had and she did it on her 50th birthday, which I thought was super adorable. She went to Magic Happy Hour right up the road, Mm -hmm. very whimsical. She had a Barbie box. It was just an adorable, beautiful thing. She had those, the Michelle Obama boots that she wore in gold. She had those in silver it was clearly like an ode to michelle obama and i can't believe this is the first black barbie we have ever had but if it's going to be anyone it should definitely be laverne cox because she has been serving black barbie since back in the day she's a
2: living doll
3: she is oh, a living doll. i love that
0: because didn't want to be barbie and now everyone can like there should be all different <laughs> kinds of barbies and dolls for everyone to play with yes. and also, she looked fire on her birthday, which is <laughs> she, important. <laughs>
3: she did look super, super fire. With the costume changes. Well, Laverne is, you know, an iconic actress, but also a diva, first and foremost. And uh, Laverne said, I can't wait for fans to find my doll on shelves and have the opportunity to add a Barbie doll modeled after a transgender person to their collection. I hope that people can look at this Barbie and dream big like mm-hmm. I have in my career. The space for dreaming and manifesting is such a powerful source that leads you to achieve more than you originally thought was possible possible. And Do around- a
0: life-size reboot with Laverne Cox as the Barbie instead of Tyra. <laughs> that would be so cool. I'm just, I'm, that's what I'm manifesting. So I like <laughs> <it>. Life-size three. <laughs>
3: life-size three, Netflix, are you listening? You already have Lindsay Lohan on yes. the payroll. You already have Laverne on the payroll. Yeah. Life-size three is waiting for you. Totally. Wow, I'm glad this was a pitch meeting brainstorming <laughs> session. Okay. All right, Courtney, <laughs> what made you go well this week?
1: Well, I would say that Ellen DeGeneres' show ending was really huge. Um, I actually just rewatched her interview on, um, I think, My Next Guest with David Letterman. Mm -hmm. And she was just talking about her journey. And I was just like, dang, like, she's done so much for the community. And it really sucks that her show is ending because I kind of just got into it. And (laughs) I was like, now I'm going to have to go back and watch reruns because I just feel (laughs) like she's done so much. And she's such a a perfect... uh, um, uh, physical manifestation of what I think we need to see. And she's paved the way for so many. And I was just a little touched
2: and sad, but I know that all good things must come to an end. But the dancing at the beginning of the show, that was the thing that I loved about Ellen's show. Nobody did that before her. That made her famous. It was good vibes. She didn't even, like, stand up when she started. So her having a
1: talk show and finding her niche in the end, Mm -hmm. it just kind of encouraged me with my career and how, like, oh, well, I start out this way. I can branch off to this thing. As long as you get your foot wet, you know
3: <laughs> she's an important <laughs> mode of her story. She really is. Mm-hmm. She's been at this for decades. One of the first celebrities to come out yes. in 1998, 1999. Yes. And that People magazine cover. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. Time Bell. magazine cover too. And Time magazine coverage. Yep, I'm gay. I'm, I'm gay. Sure yeah, yep. I'm gay. <laughs> yes, just like Lance Basses, everyone stole hers. <laughs> <laughs> she really was the prototype. Thing. Yes. Yep, I'm gay. Was all of exactly. It. So, yeah. <sighs> well, thanks to your first woe, Courtney. I'm, I'm sure so. you'll have many <laughs> more. Let us <laughs> <a> bust in. <laughs> to some of this queer news of the week, everyone. LGBTQIA plus celebrities only. Sarah Huron, why don't you tell us how The Bachelor went gay recently?
0: This is so <laughs> exciting, Travis, because <laughs> The Bachelor is not normally on, you know, any side of, good right side of history. Truly. <laughs> right. like, And you know it's right. my show and I <laughs> love Us Weekly's here for the Right Reasons podcast. <laughs> um, but this week, Becca Tilly, who was on Chris Sol's season of The Bachelor, she was the runner-up, then she came back for Ben Higgins season right after that oh. she got sent home right before hometowns and she came out this week and said she's been dating Hailey kyoko for the last four years
3: four years i could not believe it And what
0: i love about this though i mean there's so many things i love about it the video she posted is so cute it was like this reels of their last four years together and they just seem honestly just so cute like immediate ship like i'm all in mm-hmm. and I love that Becca got to do this on her terms, right? Because mm-hmm. she came from a show about dating and was primarily about straight people dating. And this was kind of
2: like a- <laughs> Straight people dating with a little misogyny. Yes, totally. Again, and not sometimes other, classic white, cases. Usually white people <laughs> dating, like just not on the right 99. side
3: of history. 9.2% white. Exactly. And Becca <laughs> has
0: been a, like a primary figure because she's on the show twice. She's very beloved by fans. She definitely hit that million club on Twitter a long time ago, Instagram. Mm-hmm. She has a podcast and It's kind of like a secret that people knew, but like no one outed her as they shouldn't. And I just, it was so nice that Becca got to do this on her terms. Mm. Haley released a music video. Haley Kiyoko is a singer. She released a music video called For the Girls and it's a bachelor themed Mm -hmm. and there's a bunch (laughs) of suitors and and Haley was the bachelorette and Becca comes in at the end and gets the final rose. So it was cute. And then Becca just has been releasing the content that she's been (laughs) keeping for the last four years under wraps. And it's really exciting and everyone is embracing it. And I'm, I'm just really happy for them.
3: I love how they they weren't like secretive about it though right they showed up to so many events together we just never put the piece of the puzzle together I mean I kind of knew but like it wasn't my place you know what I mean yeah is Haley
2: Cuoco uh, like related to Kelly Cuoco no. no, it spells it differently. differently. And Haley
3: Kyoko was not a former Mormon. I know that'll <laughs> shock you. Too. Is Kaylee
2: Kiyoko a former
3: Mormon? Yes, yeah, she is. Ooh, oh wait, that. sorry, I'm thinking of Julianne Huff.
2: Oh Kayleigh yes, is please do not confuse <laughs> Julianne Hough and
3: Haley no. Kiyoko. They look no. exactly the same. I'm sorry. Oh okay, hot
2: blondes. Hot take. Hollywood. Hot
3: take. Mm-hmm. Hot blondes. Okay. No, but Haley Kyoko is so cute. Yeah. And Taylor Swift.
2: Oh right. Together? Yes, I forgot
0: about the important part. That. Love yeah. That yeah. made me
1: gag a little
3: bit. Yeah. Becca Tilly
0: went to because Haley performed with Taylor when Taylor was doing. The when she would bring someone um, every week on stage and Becca was there backstage and they were just like being a normal couple with Taylor Swift so one of the and sh- Becca said that was the first person they were like outling co- besides their friends and <laughs> family like comfortable with just like being around and it was Taylor Swift how cool is that? So I love that cool. I love that story
3: I know and four years so now as Us Weekly does when is the engagement? I know where are the babies and it's been babies? too long we are like Where's your mother anyone? waiting for babies hopefully I talked to Becca a
0: few months ago so she you know didn't spill anything there but she does call Haley ninety five P, as yeah. that was the nickname on her podcast because she would give advice about like dating and stuff, but she wouldn't use pronouns and that was like she kept it kind of a secret. So she would say ninety five P because she was ninety five percent sure she was going to end up with her current partner. Oh, so oh, she's been talking so about ninety five P for years, just not now. We know it's Haley. Oh, I love that. It's really cute. yeah, there. right. Like you so, said, immediate
3: ship from that. Immediate ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait for more content Them to show up to red carpet events, yes. front row at Taylor Swift concerts. Oh, they're really Taylor cute. should put them in a music video as like love interests. Oh, she should write a whole album around them. <laughs> Give us more, why not? She can do the life-size two, three soundtrack. <laughs> well, and it's nice that The Bachelor's on the right side of her story for this. I even know. though she sort of felt the need to hide for four years. But now, you know, they're they're back. They're yeah, back. Yeah, So let's move on to Elliot Page, formerly Ellen Page, but now all the way, Elliot he is on the new cover of Esquire, and this guy looks so hot. He looks amazing. (laughs) He looks amazing. He talked about, you know, all of his struggles coming out as trans, Mm -hmm. uh, his show, The Umbrella Academy. He, of course, played a female role, and they have transitioned that role into a male role. I've already seen it. It's amazing how they do it. Everyone is so accepting. And I read through this, and I was so with Elliot's, um, you know, conversations about being trans, being out how supportive was, but one thing stuck out to me that Elliot said that he never works out and he has ripped, shredded abs. Please show he the has picture. Ripped, shredded, shredded jaws. Ripped, Ooh. shredded jaw. They're so beautiful. Sick body. Sick, body. Sick, Sick body. Sick everything. Never works out. Jealous. Never exactly. works how?
0: out. How? how? I've never yeah. seen Umbrella Academy, but I'm really happy that Netflix and like the, the creators and writers went with this because that would have been such a miss if they didn't. And mm-hmm. I, I hope that the storyline is like. For feeling and stuff, but that's really cool.
3: It is awesome. And Elliot said he also had, you know, a lot of, like, important stuff to say. Um, They asked Elliot what he learned from transitioning, and he said, I can't overstate the biggest joy, which is really seeing yourself. I know I look different to others, but to me, I'm just starting to look at myself. It's incredible because I'm just like, there I am, and thank God there I am. And it was just, I mean, I got the shivers a little bit, right? It's just so someone, so lovely to see someone come into their own, and especially we love here at Us Weekly when people look hot on the cover of magazines.
2: Absolutely. So, you know. so true. <laughs> so
3: true. So good for you, Elliot. Good on you. Let's move on to another hottie with a body. Lil Nas X. Possibly the biggest pop star in the game right now. Ben, <laughs> love we love everything he love does. It. He is the best person at the internet. All <laughs> of his songs are great. Some have been appropriated by male frats. They now own, you know, that one with Jack Harlow. It's a very um, big white boy anthem <laughs> who's young. Um, but Lil Nas X has debuted um, a hot new body. And we have a hot body here to talk about it. Gwen Flamberg, tell oh. us about Lil Nas X's body transformation.
2: Well, guys, Lil Nas X is super provocative, especially on the interweb. So everyone was wondering what was up when he was not on them. He took about a three-month hiatus and, of course, came back to debut his new song called Lean on My Body with a body that was super shredded. I mean, that is it like, is it a six pack? Is it a 12 pack? 12. I, don't, I mean, 16. he just looks yeah. so incredible. It's like, yeah. you know, call me Montero, call me whatever you want. <laughs> but he's super hot and super amazing. <sighs> and everything he does is just
3: yeah. perfection. He's the I don't even like men, but just, <laughs> it's the pecs for me. Because well, oh, he, he titty them. He tittyized that is an official word. He titty-eyes them. That's oh. yeah. <laughs>
1: probably
3: why. He did. And you know, anyone who gives a lap dance to Satan is just yeah. really on my team. We are here for that type of controversy, Toy. really to shock them in. The busted open pants. I mean, he just gives us so much. We don't deserve the amazingness that is Lil Nas X. Now, w- did would any of you think, did any of you have any inkling that this was going to happened during old town road like when you saw him did you see a little a little limp in that wrist a little light in those loafers i just
1: thought that he was young and i wasn't ready and then he just made all the old gays like cringe and i was kind of for it and i was like (laughs) i'm ready for this so i'm really happy with what he's doing and i can't wait to see where this trajectory is going to go.
3: Yes. Uh, it can go anywhere. There's literally, once you give Satan so a lap dance, you know, right. you've already gone to Hades and back. Who knows? I
2: mean, from Billy Ray Cyrus yeah. to this. It's yeah. kind of wild. Yeah. But that When we saw him at that Grammys, singing Old Town Road and mm-hmm. prancing around that stage, I mean, come on. <laughs> that you, was y- the y'all first. knew. Y'all knew. Funny <laughs> <Money> ride. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Did you know Saks Off Fifth has teamed up with the Fluid Project in celebration of pride? When you shop the exclusive gender-neutral capsule collection that reinvent The rainbow and celebrates the freedom of universal love at Saks Off Fifth. 100% of the net proceeds, up to $100,000 from the sales, will be donated to the Fluid Foundation. The foundation helps the most vulnerable and marginalized members of the LGBTQ community. So we invite you to celebrate Pride and help make a difference with Saks Off Fifth, where fashion takes off. Well, let's, you know, it seems like she was on The Bachelor, but she was not. It's Chriselle Strauss. Oh, now, Chriselle from Selling Sunset. If you haven't watched Selling Sunset, then you clearly have had a lot of time in your life and lots to do, because not much happens on the show. But everything that does happen on the show that is not the clothes, which is the only reason I'm watching, right. is for Christine Quinn and the new Chelsea realtor. I watch them dress up. That is it. But yeah. Chriselle is the tragic storyline of tragic storylines. First season, divorce from Justin Hartley as they were filming. Second season, uh, dating her boss and only wanted a baby from him. You thought they were going to get together, and then he said, no, baby. Le- she cries at the end of every single season. That's how we know the season's over. Is when Chrishell's losing it. Chrishell lo- got dumped by text again. <laughs> Chrishell got dumped by text again is how every season ends. But this season, Sarah, we had a twist, uh, maybe a flip, if you will, Ooh, that mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. did not see coming. Who Who did
0: who did travis certainly not jason oppenheim (laughs) Um, you know travis it's funny you mentioned the she should be on the bachelorette because she almost was the bachelorette back in the day before they picked deanna pappas because she was on ellen and everyone felt bad for deanna after Uh, um Uh brad womack dumped her so it all comes full circle and then so they ended up going with deanna instead of chrishell but she was almost the bachelorette but now she is in love with g flip who is a an Australian non-binary singer. Yeah. And we found out at the Selling Sunset season five reunion that Chris Shell has been seeing G-Flip, but we found out a few new details, including that they actually met in the fall when G-Flip was with a partner and Chris Shell was with Jason. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they felt a little spark, but they were just friends because they were with their respective partners. Yeah. And by December, they were both single and Chris Shell threw a party um, because G-Flip moved from Australia to so help make friends. And that's when they've been hanging out ever since. And they just went back to Australia together. So that's kind of been the update. Chriselle posted all these polaroids
3: of G Flip showing her Australia, and it was just it's still going strong. It's so, it's, it's, it's such an adorable thing. And G-Flip is a femme-presenting non-binary rock star, really, mm-hmm. I would describe their music. The mu- did you
0: watch the music video? I sure did, I Sarah. Oh my god, it was giving Bloody Valentine, Machine Gun, Kelly, Megan Fox, you guys, the Chriselle G-Flip <laughs> music video. It's worth watching. Chriselle is, she's doing her full soap, actra, soap opera, <laughs> seduction stuff in a CBS, or a 7-Eleven. <laughs> I'm it not is, sure what it
3: is. <laughs> it is very, very that. And yeah, G Flip does give me MGK, Machine Gabriel right. yes. energy a lot.
0: I could see these two coming out with some twin flame, drinking blood stuff down the line. Possible.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, if you meet someone and you like them and then you throw them a party for their moving to Australia, that seems a little romantic to me in the cutest ways, especially when it's uh, Chriselle who's never dated a woman yeah. or a non-binary femme presenting right. person in their right. life. You know, it is... That spark was clearly there. Now Chrishell's throwing them this party. And they seem to be hot and heavy. The only problem that I have with it is Chrishell just bought her dream house. And now she's moving to Australia. I don't know if she's moving to Australia. I think they just spent a
0: couple weeks there. Well, wow. I think Chriselle just yes. got back. We'll also, Chriselle wants a child and not saying that obviously they can have a child for sure. Yeah. But G Flip's 27. And <laughs> the again, 27 year olds 10. can have children, too. But Chriselle's like 40. So I don't know if this is for a, a good time or a long time or maybe both. But I'm very interested to find out. <laughs>
3: I just think it's so good for especially queer, high-femme people to see someone who, you know, a lot of people who aren't familiar with the LGBT community are watching Selling Sunset, and then they see someone like Rochelle get into a relationship with a femme-presenting, non-binary Australian rock star, and I think it just, it really normalizes lifestyle for people, and it's so important. Have you ever dated a femme-presenting, non-binary Australian rock star? Not
1: an Australian <laughs> rock star, but all of <laughs> all those the other, other stuff. Canadian, <laughs> yeah, I love that recently, and
3: it was very eye-opening. Oh, like great.
1: we talk about so many topics, and just like making sure the language and just you know things that I never thought about, like like why do you care what's between my legs? Like, and I was like, right, you're right, right, you're right. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. Live your life. I love that.
3: Good. Yeah. Gender does not mean genitalia, for sure. And they
1: they make me understand. And we're actually best friends to this day. So I I love understanding and knowing about my community and being able to advocate better and better the more knowledge that I get. So. Yes, not Australian, mm-hmm. but yes, I have. Oh, damn. <laughs> I've never,
3: I've said that more as a joke. And you were like, <laughs> actually. Actually, <laughs> Well, that is incredible for both you and Chriselle. Again, the, the age difference. I hope G Flip wants a baby because yeah. no one wants a baby more than Chriselle Strauss. Yeah, that's so it seems. So it seems. <laughs> so it seems. All that she wants, Ace of Base, it's about Chriselle. It's about Chriselle. Yeah. She wants a baby right now. Thank mm-hmm. you. Well, let us move on. I don't know if you noticed, but we're Talking about gay stuff and pride, so let's keep doing that. <laughs> I had the honor of talking to the legendary Billy Porter at the Variety Women in Power event last week. Uh, and in case you're wondering, yes, Billy was in full sequins and an eight-inch stripper platform heels, Amazing. and had like this rhinestone choker and just that energy mm. when Billy comes in. Everyone wants to listen to him. You know, he is like sort of you know an oracle for the gay community because Fair fairy I was god. Just I might be one of yeah. the only people who, who watched
0: Camila Cabello's Cinderella, but yes. he was oh, I watched a
3: highlight. <laughs> I watched it and regretted every moment well, Yeah, that he wasn't, oh, you shouldn't watch it, but yeah. only watch the parts that Billy is yeah, 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 yeah. the only reason yeah. why I wanted to it's mm-hmm. yes. 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 yes.
2: also, it's an interesting way that they flip the Cinderella story on its head. Right, And that and right. Well, it was very empowering, and I liked that, and of course, yeah. Billy Porter was the best part.
3: Yes. Billy Porter was definitely the best part. He was there to present an award to Camila Cabello, actually, which was mm-hmm. nice, and I got to ask him, you know, what is the point of pride? Why why are we all doing this? Hmm. Because glitter and rainbows and rhinestones are just fun. But, you know, <laughs> as we can see, as we can see, <laughs> you, you know, that's that's but you know, this is, this is how we do every day. Mm-hmm. But Billy said that, you know, Pride Month is about more than that to him. And he wants as he said, the children's to know what to do. He encouraged the community to not forget about politics during Pride, especially when it comes to fighting for equality. He said, you know, Pride initially started as an activist march, which we all know. Um, he told us at uh, the Variety of Women in Power. Let's get back to that. In order to fix our fractured government, it's important to understand how to get involved in politics at all levels. What we need to be talking about is how to vote, where to vote, who to vote for, and really understanding politics at a local level. Now, Billy told me that he just recently in the last few years got involved in politics on a local level and was really surprised by the impact that you can make with a small amount of people. And with Billy Porter, Porter, the, the grandmother of pride, we are Naming her now, the grandmother of pride, yeah. you know, l- get involved in local politics, find out about LGBTQ plus IA issues if that's your thing. It probably is because you watched this long enough. Yeah. So you know, true. get a- <laughs> yeah, You would have tuned out by now, but wasn't. So yeah, so listen to Billy, get involved, um, find a local charity, find local politics, and get into it. Um, I also asked Billy um what to wear during pride because I was like, you know, fixing our government and empowering marginalized <laughs> people is important, but also is your outfit. <laughs> so, you know, what should I go into? We were at Saks and we were talking about this and Billy said that you should go in and find something that entices you and scares you a little bit. When you're going for a pride Ooh. outfit, find something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable but fills your soul mm. up in the right ways. And I thought that that was a really lovely It's moment. giving
0: <gasps> um, those episodes of Vanderpump Rules where Lisa Vanderpump made jacks and Tom the Toms wear um, huge <laughs> angel wings on the, on the parade yes. float. Let's to yes. Sheena Shea's song What I Like on Repeat. Yes. Just some classic <laughs> Pride content if you're looking for something to watch.
3: <laughs> Vanderpump Rules only seasons. <laughs> yeah, I do really like them getting uncomfortable with yeah. these Pride mm-hmm. wings. Yeah, it's, like it's good stuff. And has
1: glitter. Yes.
3: Not oh, me. <laughs> same, <laughs> same. Well, let's, you know, move on from beautiful non-gender identifying drag queens and talk about a young teenage lesbian. This one goes by the name of Jojo Siwa and I know knew her from Dance Moms. Of course. Big JoJo sure. Siwa fan. Her charisma stood out even at five years old. And I yeah. felt a little creepy being a fan <laughs> of the way this five-year-old danced. But that's neither here nor there. So, here on, tell us what is going on in the lovely lesbian world that is JoJo Siwa.
0: Actually, a lot. I mean, JoJo <laughs> Siwa has been booked and busy since she was five, like you said. And this week and couple months has been no exception. Um, JoJo Siwa won, shout out, got back together with her girlfriend, Yay. Kylie. Yeah. They um, came out as a couple last year. Then JoJo was on Dancing with the Stars which was awesome. She was in the first same-sex pairing on Dancing with the Stars with Jenna Johnson. But... Jojo and uh, Kylie broke up during the season so it kind of turned into like ooh like Jojo right. there's drama here and that and whatever.
3: She's dating with her partner as we always well, say. Well, no,
0: I don't I don't think that that's what was happening. That's Jenna Jenna is married she, to another dancer but whatever. She, yeah, who knows? Um, even, anything <laughs> can happen on the set of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Read what we wrote about Jenna Kramer this week if you're looking for that. Um anyway, so Jojo and Kylie are back together which is super cute. She had this classic caption of like if you love someone set it free and like with an infinity sign they were at Disney World together. But oh, and sure. so happy for them. <laughs> (laughs) but JoJo also is on the new So You Think You Can Dance. They brought back So You Think You Can Dance with Twitch and JoJo Siwa and Matthew Morrison of Glee fame. Controversial. 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 (laughs) So the show finally came back, it premiered, and then Matthew Morrison mysteriously exited the show, and it seemed like it was maybe on his terms, it was really confusing, but it has since sense come out that he was accused of sending inappropriate text messages to a female contestant mm-hmm. on the show. So Fox did an investigation and said you gotta go, Mr. Shoe. And that prompted people, <laughs> of course, who are on the wrong side of history to tweet at Jojo Siwa saying, right. oh, I saw So You Think You Could Dance exit. I was hoping it was Jojo Siwa. Matthew Morrison brings something to the table with his Broadway experience. And Jojo Siwa said, excuse yeah. me, and clapped back with her dance resume. 18 years of this, <laughs> this so many awards. Four she, world tours, Yeah, dancing. I've hired, she was like, I've hired thousands of dancers. I've danced for yeah. thousands. She's like, you can say whatever you want about me, but questioning my dance experience you look silly.
2: Yeah. And that's based. Right? Well, she's so young, but has such a strong Only sense 18. of self. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I mean it's like I was always drawn to her because of the hair, let's be honest. Right. Like, yeah. That side ponytail with the bow. Yeah. All the bows. And now she's rocking short hair. I know. She, she cut just her hair. got a new bush haircut, which of be her like very strong. She looks amazing.
3: And the good news, Gwen, she is still glittering that side of her of head. And there are still bows. And she is still, you know, butch haircut femme presenting, which we love to see someone do that. But I think you're right. I've always loved Jojo Siwa because she was herself at an age where none of us felt comfortable Sounds being right. themselves, right? I mean, how insecure and did you feel and at 16, 17? Nickel- mm-hmm. What,
0: Nickelodeon,
3: which mm-hmm. there must have been a
0: lot of pressure. I mean, you hear about people growing up as a Disney kid, a child actor, and like mm-hmm. the expectations there. And I mean, I don't know how the relationship is with Nickelodeon now after that kid's choice word stuff, but it's still so <laughs> important that she's associated with Nickelodeon because kids that are watching Nickelodeon. It, it's, I feel like, yeah, there's just a lot there.
3: Good job, Jojo. We yeah. love you for it. And we
0: know you can dance. Like, everyone relax.
3: And you're qualified judge. <laughs> yeah, please. Alright, well, we usually end this show with a section that we call Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania, but instead of a boxing match, we're gonna have a love match. Mm. So I'm gonna ask all of our hosts to go around and say, if they were to date a same-sex celebrity, who would that celebrity be? Gwen Flamberg, let's start with you. Oh, Who's your love match? Oh, celebrity love would it matching be? mania. Would it be? Love is love,
2: is love, is love. <laughs> Kristen Stewart, guys. Because <clears> you know <throat> what? We would share clothes and I would have <sighs> access to all the Chanel. So much Chanel. Yeah. Also, I just think yeah. that she's like so cool. Mm-hmm. She's so like unabashedly Unapologetically. She wore shorts to the Oscars. She wore shorts to the Oscars. She changed (laughs) out of her heels and wore, like, Doc Martens. Like, uh, she's, maybe they were loafers, but they were Mm -hmm. super cute. I mean, she's just, she is who she is, Mm -hmm. and I appreciate that. And she looks, you know, she can kind of, like, if she's wearing shorts or if she's Mm -hmm. wearing jeans and a tank top. Or, like, a Mm jewel-encrusted ball gown. Like, she can just kind of transform into anything. And she is not afraid to rock any look. And again, I'd have access to the Chanel. I know it's mainly about
3: the Chanel closet for you.
2: (laughs) And the Twilight team. (sighs) Well, any draw- yeah. I about <laughs> Twilight? <laughs> I wonder. If, if, I don't think any of that would really be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can just let okay. me know. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would you
0: let you in on I
3: love You love Twilight? Sarah Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I grew up on Twilight, right okay?
2: I grew up on Twilight. I was a well, I just will never. Well. Well. You guys. <laughs> Kellen Lutz came into the office during oh, the so height fine. of Twilight. Mm-hmm. and. Um, he was talking about the the twi moms and like how oh. you know there were these women who were twi hearts and they would yeah, follow yeah, yeah. them. Yeah. And I asked the question of, "Well, do twi moms have to actually have children? Can it just be a hot <laughs> older lady of a certain age?" And he said, without no. irony, to me, "Do you want to be the president?" Like, I was like, "Hey, dude, <laughs> I wasn't saying that I was a, of a certain age or alluding to if I had children or not, but." I still love Cal Wow, Evan Colin with
3: oh, the cat. Oh, wow. okay. Wicked. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, so turn right around. Who is your celebrity loving matching mania? Okay. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Well, ding. Ding, ding. You guys, I don't want to admit this, but I
0: saw Top Gun Maverick a few weeks ago, oh, wow, and I heart. have been thinking about Top Gun Maverick ever since I walked out of the movie theater. And I am certainly thirsting over Miles Teller and Glenn Powell. Yes. But yes. the actress who plays Phoenix, who's like the female, cool, badass, Pilot. I think her name is Monica Barbaro, mm-hmm. and she is so pretty and she's just like such a boss in this movie and she's keeping up with all the guys and I'm giving her some love because all the young new generation Top Gun pilots, get in line, I'm in. <laughs>
2: oh, Miles Teller. Yes. Miles Teller. Uh, oh my God, I can't hangman. Even talk about it.
0: No, Seriously, give me He's whiplash. Rooster, Hangman. Oh, he's Rooster. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, Phoenix is <gasps> Monica. They're all great. Honestly, Jennifer Connelly looks great in that movie too. She's so beautiful. She has
3: not aged a day since i in for a dream. No. Good for her. Give me her doctor. Um, well, I think my celebrity crush, both is a boy, it's Theo James. It's Theo James is so hot. I also love Charlie Culver. He's half of those twins. He's mm-hmm. the gay twin. Mm-hmm. I love him, but if it had to be a girl, if we were playing this, it's mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret Angel, Candace Swanpool. <gasps> okay.
1: Just the body. Alien
3: the body, the alien face. Okay. I've gotten to meet her a couple times and I actually get choked up. And like, I It's my job to not get choked up, so I don't. <laughs> but Candace Swanpool, I'm like, you're so beautiful. Why you just take me away? Alright. Hey, Courtney Key, who are you lost him after? I'm trying to ponder. I just feel like <laughs> the this options so are endless. So I many. know.
1: But Dewanda Wise is really, like, I on my DeWanda list. I Dewanda Wise. She was in um, Spike Lee's new uh, She Gotta Have It. Yeah. And then she was just recently in, what is this movie. It's a new movie. It's a movie with three friends. I can't think of it off the top of my head. It's on Netflix. Okay. And she is one of the three, and she's, like, queer. And she's played, like, a few queer characters, and I just love the way she looks. She's so fun. She's got this beautiful skin, light eyes, chocolate. Like, I just, I think she's stunning, and she's an amazing actress, so I vote.
3: Uh, Oh, she wants a Duwanda. Please hit her up with her name's (laughs) Duwanda. We love putting queer love together on this podcast. That's what this episode is all about. I hope you get to Becca Tilly for your girl from Top Gun too. Thank you guys all so much for watching and helping me. Thank you guys seriously so much for helping me spill all of this piping hot and gay and lesbian and trans and bi and intersex, asexual, whatever the hell you are. we all queer a little bit and thank you guys so much for watching and we'll be back next week with the next episode and guess what it's gonna be a little gay too <laughs> thank you guys for watching we'll see you next week